You're listening to Future Theater Radio with Bill and Nancy Burns, right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. Hi, everybody. It is May 2nd, 2016, and we are your co-host, Bill, that's me, and Nancy. Hello, everybody. Mm -hmm. Burns. Broadcasting on Future Theater from the banks of Primrose Creek in beautiful downtown Solberry Village on the PSN Radio Network and the Dark Matter Digital Network. And our producer is the Jackal, Angel Espino. Say hello, folks, to hello, the folks. folks. Hello and to the folks. folks. And to the folks. And Chris Hi, Brown y'all. is with us tonight. And Chris Brown Hello. is with us tonight. And we have uh, some mystery guests. Mystery because I don't know who they are. But we have some mystery guests. And we will be talking about the explosion in the number of states that are legalizing cannabis. And as folks know, because we talked about it the other week, uh, Pennsylvania, Pen- yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania just uh, made uh, Governor Tom Wolf signed the bill making cannabis in Pennsylvania, making it legal for medical purposes, and, highly and restrictive medical purposes. what condition do you, Bill Burns, have that qualifies you, Bill Burns, as a medical patient? Oh, just my glaucoma. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you say glaucoma? That's, That's what, what I said. for arthritis, too. And arthritis. Oh, does yes. my arthritis okay, now, hurt? <clears throat> I can only tell you what it's like to write book after book after book, which, of course, nobody reads, but book Everybody after book after books. book with arthritic yeah. joints. Well, it is now, terrible. Ah, uh, now we have agony. Also, we also have on the line poor, poor, poor Chris Brown. Chris Brown set up the yes. entire show, and he feels terrible, but... This is where pot really is helpful because he's not going to let um, a disappointment keep him down. No. He's going to smoke a bong and he's going to go on. Because he's in a legal state. Wow, that really – that rhymed, state. Nancy. He's going to smoke a bong yes. and he's going to go on. Go on, yeah. Yeah, Nancy it could be rapper. a song. It could be yeah. a song. Well, and so tonight we have – okay, we're going to put a, a special call out to the entire audience. Anybody who's listening live, May 2nd. 10 o'clock. You know who you are. If you know somebody who is in a legal state and knows some answers to some of the questions we're going to pose tonight, specifically, our particular state has made it so that you can't even say the word pot in the store you're going to go into to get, you know, the, the equipment to... Yeah. And and because they don't... Because um, what... what, what Oh gosh, the people in the store are calling pot loose leaf, loose leaf. Because you can't say you marijuana can't say pot or pot or, or cannabis crazy. in Pennsylvania. And, and this, if you're an English no First major, Amendment rights for you. If you're an English major or you're a film buff, this feels like Brazil, the movie, or yeah, 1984, the book. You know, you walk in and the and the Department of Truth says. Uh, we're legalizing it for medical reasons in certain states because it cures children of epilepsy and so forth, but has no medical use and you can't smoke it. And we put you in jail if we catch you over here with it. I am just so frustrated by it. So, so we have no guests tonight. However, 
However, you have a hell of a topic and a lot of noise coming from Mr. Brown. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I'm on mute. Yeah, I'm oh, not hearing any noise. Him. No. Hope it's not me, maybe. Anyway, but we also tonight, weirdly enough, uh, thanks to Angel, we have a UFO moment. We really do. Yes. A, tr- a true UFO moment. A genuine UFO moment. In fact, uh, it took place with a good friend of mine who is not Photoshop savvy. Uh, so I can't uh, say, oh, you know, it was just a Photoshop illusion. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not this one. But it's such a great photo. It's a great photo of your friend's niece or your friend's girlfriend. His girlfriend, yeah, that's his, uh, okay. his fiance or girlfriend, one of the two. Okay, so she's having she's having a great time. She's standing up in a sunroof, it looks like, right. through a sun, and and she's got a selfie stick, and mm-hmm. she's got her hand up. It's a great picture. It's a really so joyous, and there yep. in the background, you know, unbeknownst to human race, it looks like the last picture of the last person on Earth before the aliens came down. You know, well, I don't know about all that, but I mean, it does there... because she's so happy, and there's nobody else in the picture. You know, it's very freaky. It's like Last Man on Earth type thing. But anyway, well, it, it kind of is. But yeah, in the background, you see what looks like uh, either three ships. I mean, they, they look like what some describe as a cigarette-shaped um, object. More than Perf- a it looks more like perforated lines. They literally look like three dashes. Yeah, well, from far away, I mean, that's what it would look like if it's one of yeah, those cigarette-shaped objects. Okay, so I'm making it bigger and bigger, and, you know, uh, it is literally three dashes. Now, did those three dashes appear in subsequent or previous photos on this fellow's just phone? That, just that one photo, and uh, my question to him was, uh, did you um, at any point hear any, like, fighter jets or any uh, any sound coming from the sky right, or something like right. that? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, they were stopped, so the car wasn't moving or anything, and uh, he heard really no aircrafts whatsoever so so that he could point to and say well it could have been this or that uh there's no sonic boom or anything uh, immediately when you see three things like that in formation you think well maybe mm-hmm. they're fighter jets right uh, in formation but that's immediately what i thought but when i look at it and i look at what he's telling me that he heard nothing then you kind of eliminate that as a possibility because you would definitely hear the sounds of a fighter jet especially three of them right now can you put it in uh the chat for the chat folk I sure can for the chat folk. If you guys want to check out the uh, chat, go to psn-radio.com and uh, look up the uh, chat area, and you'll see the little link to go into the uh, Skype chat. If you go in there right now, I'm going to post it so everyone can see. See that? And I was ahead of American Road Warrior. We have a pretty lively chat. I mean, it's like anytime we can group together and find something stable, we do make a community pretty quickly. We should put the photo on our website, too, just that um, yeah. anybody who Anybody listening, on it can yeah, see we'll do it. that. I'll, yeah, it's a fabulous photo. And uh, just a fabulous photo. And, and I was listening to music before the show, and it just goes with so much rock and roll. You know, it's a joyous photo. Who is that woman? Okay, the woman is already taken. She's already... Well, remember, there's a, there, there's a delay. He'll hear it in a second. No, he won't. He, no, no. No, Wise Frog is in the chat saying, who is that woman? Yeah, because I just posted the picture, and he's hearing the show on a delay. So as no, we're speaking, not. Yeah, there's like a 30 or 40-second delay. So no, you don't I understand. Said, you don't understand. He is living in the delay, and <laughs> you and I are the only one. That's a, nice, that's a nice try, Nancy. That's he's not he's, on our, he's, but he's not on our call. Everybody, exactly. Everybody listens on a delay when they're not on the call. Exactly. Like what we're seeing right now, he's only hearing about forty seconds. See, now you perhaps should not have. I mean, okay, you're in a you're in an illegal state, so you can't even. You have to be completely anonymous about 
anything to do with pot. So you can't even, I can't even blame you for smoking pot. And I, I don't see it as a silly mistake. But anyway. You know, we do sometimes have these, uh, what we would call mistakes in communication. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we, we, will, we, will take this, we will take this discussion to the side room to talk about later. Mm-hmm. Bill, I have, so, you know, I, I have I, no I, idea what's I, going I, on right I now. No <laughs> what I know is, oh, so I'm not alone on that. Okay, good. good. It's a fabulous photo, and we've already had one comment from Wise Frog. And asking about um, who is this woman? Who was the person uh, who was so, taking the so selfie? Repeat. There is no. Wait, thing. is it because he's a time traveler, Nancy? Is that what you're getting at? No, 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 no. Okay, see, I have no clue. No, no. but you, uh, okay. Homework for tomorrow, and and tell us first of all, you last I spoke with you a couple of days ago, you just you said you're probably not going to do the Uber thing. Is that still where you are? Because I, you know, the world. Whoa, does want- whoa! I don't want to get too much of that out there because you know. Okay, but if you're not going to do Uber, then that's just... Never fun. said I wasn't going to do Uber. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, okay. Okay, well, then we'll put that in another place for another time. Let's put that in the lockbox and put that under yeah, the bed. okay. In the lockbox. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, in Uber, you basically set your own hours anyway. Yeah, but we're Correct. not going to talk, talk, talk about Uber. But Uber, I think, is way cheaper than cabs, and we should investigate it in our area. It depends on what the driver charges for something. Correct. Yep. I mean, that's the thing about a floating, a floating price. See, Wise Frog is asking himself. He's asking, why is he delayed? In other words, uh, when you told all of us who she was, Wise Frog was listening just like everybody else. But he, he's listening on a delay. Now he's hearing what I said 40 seconds ago about the delay. That's why he's asking about it now. See what I'm saying? <laughs> So as we're as I posted that picture, oh, he had a, he had a, he had just started to hear about my friend's UFO encounter, and he hadn't get to the point yet where I mentioned, well, this is his girlfriend. So he's asking about who's the girl in the picture. Obvious question if you don't know what's going on. And then he heard the rest of the conversation. Now he's asking, wait, what delay? Yes, folks, there's about a thirty, forty, maybe sometimes fifty second delay. That I don't know how they span it, but it's a pretty long delay from what we're airing live to what you get to hear. Okay, so now. Benjamin, howdy, Benjamin. Benjamin, really Benjamin. has a, he has a great question, a great question. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's saying here, right-hand drive is image flipped or is it Australia? Well, it's in America somewhere. I don't remember exactly where it was, but it's in America. Yeah. See, I don't think it's a right-hand drive. I think. This is sort of pulled off. No, they just said they have pulled over to the side. Pulled off of the road. Sort of like, you know, where the trucks, when they have to get ready to leave. The shoulder. There you go. There you go. And it just happens to look like two lanes, but it's not. It's a two-lane shoulder, actually. You know, it'll narrow back into the main road, perhaps. Who knows these things? Who knows these things? Anyway, this is the exciting part. So, you know, I feel a little shy, I have to be honest. Without an expert um, about pot, all we've got is Chris, and Chris- he's an expert. I'm an All expert. Is Chris. Yes, boy, yes, I, I consider myself an expert. I'm a, I'm an expert and aficionado. You know, I'm a, I'm an avid pothead. I consider myself all of the above. Sorry, Bill. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, say it again. the derision is rolling down on Chris like oh. a mudslide. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Uh. Tell you what, I got a thick shell, and uh, I'm I'm a whole non like uh, 
as best I can, you know. But you also uh, have the you have legal pod. You're living in state. <laughs> yeah. You're living in a state in Oregon where you can smoke it recreationally and call it pot. Lucky. And this is the crazy United States. So, and so I have. Yeah, so, it's so, called how the founders created yeah, the it. The founders were smoking pot when they created it. You, you, they, Thomas Jefferson was a pothead. Now, let me tell you something that happened. They were growing it in the White House, Nancy, the White I House. I understand. They were, hemp, hemp was a cash crop. For Thomas Jefferson. Well, that goes good because if you didn't know, uh, my great great grandpa uh, was the reciting uh, minister on George Washington's deathbed. He wasn't a real religious man, but on his deathbed, uh, apparently my grandma claims uh, that my uh, great great grandpa or her grandpa was the whatever the reciting I'm minister confused. on his There's deathbed. There's a lot of grandparents. So. What? It's yes, one I thing. Know. There's a lot of grandparents. It, it's his idiot doctor was, uh, who led the guy to death. Poor guy. Yeah. And he should have changed his clothing the way Martha said. George, change your clothing. You'll catch your death of cold. Well, how, Don't worry, Martha. I he? won't. And he did. How old was he? Yeah, been? how old was he? And see, he was born in 1732. A simple Google will suffice. I'll he Google it. He was born in 1732 and he died actually minutes before New Year's in 1799. So that makes him how old? Mm-hmm. 67. <sighs> okay. A lot of mathematicians on this show. How old was George Washington when he died? He was 67 years That's old. That's what I just said. Eek. No computers. Oh. Just, hey, you know how? You're, you're I just you're subtracted two from nine. Yeah, and you're not even high. That's the weird part because that is. even though we're in a, in a legal state, Bill, we don't yet have our things, you know, that we were just exploring. We went to our, uh, we went to a vape store. And so, uh, Chris, I'm going to ask They're you. They're glorious, aren't they, Nancy? Well, here's the thing. You walk in there, and, and, and you know how every time that our friend Alan, the other guy, yep, every yep, time yep. he starts to talk about his liquid e-cigarettes and stuff, I just uh-huh. zone, I zone out. I think they must be weird things for people who have, like, an oral fixation. You know, I never smoke cigarettes. Well, so knowing I, Alan, that could be also. Yeah, I never yeah. have either. Yeah. yeah. So, but but it turns out that that is a sort of you know like half of the vape store. Well, there are two vape stores now in New Hope, Pennsylvania, and half of them half they they handle this liquid stuff. Ooh, what's that noise? Whoa. Somebody coming on the line. UFOs. But anyway, they're nearby. Um, they bring their hemp from their planet. Well, here's the thing. Planet and- hemp. And here's why uh, I have these questions, these very specific questions. Because Pennsylvania will not allow loose leaf, okay? Bastards. Uh, yeah. But they say you have to have oil. Um, what else? That's not a bad trade off. The only problem is you uh, smoke enough of that stuff, you're going to build such a high tolerance. That's you'll never, you'll having- never be able to smoke loose leaf. I wanted to intervene. Go that ahead. was me. Had the phone here, and that was uh, my, actually my sister-in-law called, and so I didn't realize that the phone. Was, I had the thing muted, so you heard it. So I, yes, yeah, so I had to answer the phone. But I'm back. Okay. Well, welcome back for the intervention. That's great. Yeah. Did you did you hear the question where we began to talk about? I mean, okay, we're not going to do the, our first half hour because the whole show is this, folks. But we will take a break <laughs> at the bottom of the hour. We'll take a break. Yeah, of course. Um, we are. It, 
I didn't write my questions down because, quite frankly, had we had the guest we thought we were going to have up to five minutes ago, I was going to let him take the lead. And let if he wanted to talk about politics, we were going to go that way. If he wanted to talk about the ebb and flow of starting a store on your own and how he did it. I can always, always get my friend Jerry from the Valley if you want to talk to him. Oh, yeah, yeah Jerry from the Valley. That's good. Well, does he yeah, have a store? from the Valley. Yeah, we, can get, we can get him on the line later after we come yeah, back. Yeah, because California, it, uh, I mean, it's medical yeah, in want, California. But correct. Specific, break. But I want really high-end information. Oh, he's always high. Yeah, he's always high-end. I'm talking about people who know what, uh, not rods, they're called rigs, R-I-G, and they have coils and they have uh, cotton hemp that you My put there. My boy Jerry knows all about those. But oh, I good. do oh, not want to. But can you get, but you, well, we're grandparents, and I don't, I think... A blowtorch is going too far. I think once you ask a a client to mm. use a blowtorch in the process, I think you've lost me at least. You've no, lost a lot. He could tell you about the blowtorch, but oh good. Uh, Say, so, did folks hear a President Obama's never, pot joke ever. last night? Yeah, the, no, yeah, he had a pot joke. He had tell a pot us. joke last night. It was night. a good one too. He said he was looking at his um, good. approval ratings, uh-huh. and and he was astounded at his approval ratings were so high. They were they were the highest that they've ever been, and he was like astounded. And, and he says my approval ratings. He said I was not this high. I was not this high since I was trying to decide my major. I w- yeah, you sort of screwed it up. I didn't but screw it up. That's exactly bit. what he said. No, no, that's funny. I wasn't, wasn't as high, high as, uh, you know. On, uh... Last time I was this high was, at, but anyway. You have there's to, there's you... actual video of him, like, oh, getting high. Yeah, there yeah. is. Oh, yeah, yeah but then. Because he was okay, the interceptor now, now here's, in chief. Here's, where, here's a question <laughs> for Angel. Angel can answer this question. After Bill thinks he has it answered. After he finished his talk, he famously dropped the mic. And said, you know, Obama out or something, and dropped the mic. And what does that mean? I, Where, I don't know. If it, did he? I don't think he really did that. He did. You oh, can yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. He yeah. dropped the mic. That is he awesome. Held the mic out and dropped it. And I so, got to see footage of that. That's awesome. Where does that come from? Who who started that? Well, that's like a hip hop thing. But, but why do you know? That means he just killed it. He killed the mic. That's it. Like what he said was so funny. You can't go out. You can't go on after that. It's, it's done. He's well, literally killed the mic. Really. Yeah, yeah. I thought rappers the- rappers I- do that after like they have a, a battle session. You know, like if the last guy wins for sure, like that's it. He, like, he drops the mic, that's it's over. Okay, well, you know, maybe Benjamin can call in. Benjamin in in the chat is um, he really is his mic working again? I think I, I think he was having issues with his mic or something. It could be the mic. Yeah, it could be maybe it was just issues with the mic. That's another you know possibility. Yeah. Well, anyway, he knows stuff. He he that see- he does. He's okay. very educated himself on the smoking. Yeah, because the whole point is, um, it, I don't know the other two substances beside oil, and I really should look it up. It must be oil. What other possible? Wax. Well, this crumble, wax, oils. Look, Jerry from the Valley, the, he'll tell you all about this stuff if you want to get him on. But uh, Benjamin, okay. if you want to call well, him. We'll try to reach out to Jerry later. Yeah. But uh, if anybody in the uh, chat room wants to call in and, uh, and talk about uh, the subject tonight, Seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. Feel free to call in. Yeah, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to exhaust the knowledge from the two of you, and if it's exhausted, then maybe we can call in somebody else. But but like for example, um, they, okay, well, I, I guess everything kind of depends on um, you know how seriously you want to have 
um, use of stuff. Oh, Lord, I can't, I can't even frame the question. If you can't smoke pot normally and you suddenly have to go out into this world and learning about, you know, the blowtorch is too far, you maybe should do um, it seems like too much to learn too soon. If you simply, oh, I think you can take a pill. Yes, it will also be in pill form. And so I guess a normal person would say, guys, you're so retarded. You're so uh, uh, backwards. Unknowledgeable. In, backwards in, is right. Yep, yep. Yeah. That you should just take a pill and be done with it. But well, I don't know if, you, if a pill is the route you want to go. Maybe some brownies or you know edibles. Not allowed. Oh, why not? Um, that's what I'm saying. It's in the state of Pennsylvania. Medical does not is not considered. The edibles are not considered medical. Well, you can have edibles in New Jersey, which is one little river away. You know what I'm saying? Just take the river over to Jersey Town, and yeah, but then you have to have a New medicate Jersey medicate yourself, medical which I could part get as well. I guess yeah. Okay. And I Works have some uh, uh, some tincture that was a real good edible. That is, it looks a lot like uh, syrup. And kind of just a, um, well, really, it's the whole thing of it's kind of really is the texture of syrup. And what you do is you take a, uh, that, what I do anyway, is get a little bit more than, I guess, some people. But I just go in and coat the spoon with it, like a, like a tablespoon, and oh. coat it. And oh. then I just go and I take it off and, and scoop it off and put it underneath my tongue. Just let it sit there for about a minute. Mm-hmm. And it'll hit you just like taking a hit. It literally and are you still standing at this point. Well, don't fall face down. <laughs> you well for some uh, for some people that wouldn't be ready for it. It almost probably would do that. I would recommend people that have never tried it and don't do it a lot to sit down when you do it and just let it just hit you because uh, you you hit it right there, Bill. That I probably could hit somebody. It'd fall right down. Yeah, you just fall right down. You land on your face, and um, you got the spoon in your mouth, well, and you're dead. Well, Chris, yeah. the the, um, the question Death I was going to ask pot. the question I was going to ask <laughs> that'll be a first, though. <laughs> it would be. Um, it would be. Anyway, the question I was going to ask it was Dennis, right? We were the question I was going to ask was is the, do you feel that the role of of the dispensary is to suddenly have to be as knowledgeable about all these things for actual physical patients who have serious conditions because all of it yeah i mean uh, for example how do you determine um i guess every client knows how much of a body yeah but here's the thing nancy when you're dealing with pot you're going to want to know these things anyway because it's such a cool thing to learn it's yeah pot You know, yeah. these guys are not going to go in and say, oh, man, it's not like, like a job where you go in and you have to learn all this stuff. And you're like, I don't want to learn. I don't want to be here. No, you're working with pot. You're, this, that's like a, a dream. Are you kidding me? Well, would you drop what you're doing and everything in a heartbeat? You'd have, to, you'd have to finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> really? In a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. Well, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen, I hope. I think people should take their minds off of, in politics, I think everybody should take their minds off of all the candidates and put their minds only on the pot issue because it's not coming up enough. There's no hue and cry for it. I mean, um, you know. Do I have to give my Overton window lecture? Of course you do. Please. Please. (laughs) Put my mouth in it this time. The (laughs) Overton window is a framework within which you have acceptable media reporting 
and on the outside of which the media will not cover. And who is Overton and why does he have Overton this? was a study group um, in Michigan that analyzed news content and media reporting and said that it was clear that if you were just to even longitudinally, over history longitudinally, that if you were to scan this, you would find out that there was a framework of acceptability for mainstream media and then different segments, different um, segments of the media population, the Overton window can shift. So the Overton window for acceptability on Fox is in one spot and the Overton window uh, for acceptability by MSNBC is at another spot, but both agree there's an overlap in things that simply will not be covered. It's not That's even an overlap. It's a Venn diagram of what won't be covered. Yeah, it's, like a, very it, yeah, it's like a Venn diagram, suddenly. but it's not yeah. because it's not inclusive. It's exclusive. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you will not see UFOs discussed on mainstream television. They're outside the Overton window. Reincarnation, psychic phenomena, ghosts, all those things won't be talked about and marijuana won't be talked about except with giggles and grins. Well... I want to give a shout out uh, to the my, my friends on um, Belgab because we were talking about the show before the show um, in a thread called Bella Haven, which you know is a um, throwback to when we had that little show. And I'm trying to find exactly. It feels like so long ago, doesn't it, Nancy? Well, see, every so much has changed, hasn't yeah. it? It was a good show that uh, that you I had liked going it. there, Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah. And for reasons unknown, I'll never figure it out. Uh, Bella Haven is live is the name of a thread. And if you're not on Belgab, I, I, I urge you to consider joining it. It's really a great place to play around and just learn stuff about radio. I mean, it, it, now that Art Bell's gone, uh, everybody, you know, it's like a, watching a colony of ants. They've lost their queen. Now but Nancy, new little. But Nancy, they have Heather Wade now for five hours. I know tonight it starts the five hours and, and good luck to her. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, yeah. Heather. But luck, I wanted to, I wanted to um, say, give a shout out to um, White Crow. White Crow is one of the uh, stellar posters on Belgap, one of the wits, one of the fun people. And we were talking about, oh, you know, pot should be legal because in, in, in preparation for tonight's show. And he said, in the late 1800s, most opiate addicts, most opiate addicts were upper and middle class women. Uh huh. And that one of the main ways that heroin and other opiates were sold was as an active ingredient in cough syrup, which women bought for their medicine cabinets and used for almost any ailment. And therefore, the rate of, of addiction was almost triple what it would become a century later. Um, during the so-called heroin epidemic of the mid-1990s. Triple that. Now, interestingly enough, had, had women been told the truth, you know, here is a really good medicine, but it might make you addicted, they would be less likely to have taken it. Okay, that's number one. Just like with the pharmaceuticals, they're not telling you, whoa, the bad side effects until you come back and well, say... Well, a, a lot of that is trial and error. How do you think they have those test studies that are like 40 years long for 30, 40 years we're testing this group of people and that group of people? Yeah, right, but, but, the thing, but the like thing crazy. about White Crow is this, that what was the heroin epidemic of the 
let's say, the latter part of the uh, 19th century with opioids being sold over the counter is now the heroin is the opioid epidemic in among the same group, white, middle class, men and women addicted that the levels of opioid addiction, but in this particular case, it's prescribed opioids like Vicodin and Percocet and Oxycontin and things like that. These are prescription drugs, but they are heroin uh, derivatives. And this all comes to light. And they didn't, I think, I don't think they knew when they were first starting to take them, like Rush Limbaugh probably didn't know that his hip medication was going, was going to make him crazy for more. That's right. That's one of the problems. And, and the problem is that at a certain point, what these opioid-based painkillers do is there's no more any pain to cure. There is no chronic pain. Hmm. I'm watching they just chat. make you basically feel good. And so, and this, eventually, they do kill you, though. They will kill you. Yep. Hence, the death of Prince, who was addicted to opioid painkillers. Really? Yeah. Okay. So listen, we're it's it's at the break time, and this is what we're going to talk about. The, you know, the whole concept of, concept of addiction, and can some people control themselves? Can some people enjoy themselves without getting addicted? I say they can, and I use Carl Sagan as a prime example. So, what forth. was he addicted to? He was not addicted to anything. He was he was a humongous pot smoker. It, it, he, it's was a, pot. he was addicted to pot. No, even, me, even even though it's not habit forming. Show me the heroin that he's taking, and we can no, talk no, no, about no, an addiction. No, I, I, what I meant was um, Carl Sagan and, of course, Terrence McKenna are good examples of people who smoke as much as they want for whatever their well, body so is Bill asking Moore. for. Yes. So and and same thing with Snoop. I hope that Snoop, doggy doggy Snoop person he's going to put himself up for some study some some science just donate some vials of why you'd have to do the same thing with like every like rastafarian in jamaica no but he's he's well really his 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 um tolerance is not i don't know his tolerance a lot of that is a lot of that is he's a good showman and he like he talks about it a lot but he has his tolerance i'm sure is no bigger than anybody in jamaica Hell, I'm sure I could hang with Snoop. Call me Snoop. <laughs> me too. I think I could too. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Decided. So yeah, anyways, we're it is the bottom break. of the hour. So yeah. let's just take our break. We'll come back with uh, Chris and Angel, and maybe we'll be joined by some uh, a mystery callers Who's, again. Where's the, where's the guy? You can from? reach out to um, some other place to uh, to Not Jerry Bayonne. the Valley. Then um, maybe he can call. We'll see. But we are your co-hosts, Bill and Nancy Burns, on Future Theater on the PSN Radio Network and the Dark Matter Digital Network. And we will be back with more high discussion after this. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. Superman, homepage.com. 
put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. And we are back. This is a very uh, this is an evening full of highlights. As um, we talk with uh, anybody who calls in uh, tonight joke, right? about experiences, expertise. Uh, the the background of this of of this discussion is that just uh, about a couple of weeks ago, Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania signed the medical marijuana bill, and suddenly. Yay. Pennsylvania is now flooded with uh, vape stores and people well, we are scrambling around for licenses well, yeah, and we, doctors we are. are all scratching their heads. What do we do now? So we figured uh, as a public service here in Pennsylvania and around the country where other states are considering medical marijuana is we're going to call in the experts. Right, because a lot of our listeners are um, new have never even figured anything out about pot. And so um, Chris tonight is going to have to be our um, guide. He's our pot guide. He's our pot guide. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so we were kind of talking about um, uh, this thing that we got, this little um, tidbit from White Crow about the uh, women, uh, the triple, triple the amount of heroin addiction. But, But here's the thing. They both, it, it, that's the other extreme. You mask cough syrup, 
um, that makes you feel fabulous. And you tell people it's cough syrup, you know, with special ingredients. Well, uh, Dr. Feelgood masked his vitamins with methamphetamine, but never said he was shooting people with methamphetamine. He just said he was shooting people with vitamins. See, I do believe that even the dumbest among us, if they were told in, in clear language what the pros and cons of each thing are, um, they could be, they could make a, uh, an informed decision. I don't know what it, at what age that informed decision can be made. I really don't. And that's really a gray area. Um, because, um, the negative, the people who are against pot are coming out pretty aggressively now with articles that say it will damage a young child's brain. And who, who would want to criticize that kind of study, right? Uh, or look into sure. it. But, but I, I can tell you both that when I started researching this, um, when I started researching this, I realized that there is so much uh, so much benefit, so, so many benefits of pot to be had once the doors of research are opened to anybody in any college who wants to study, you know, this strain of pot or that, you know. And, and meanwhile, our, our, our non-guest our non um, has a store, but you, Chris, have been in his store and other stores as well, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I've been Damn you, I'm so envious right now. I know, yeah. and, and it is really fun <laughs> to go to him, you know, and, and uh, but, you know, as you're saying, it has a lot of medical things to go along with, with the weed thing. I, you know, as, as everybody knows my epilepsy, and um, I have it severely. I've, um, I've almost passed away three times over from it. Um, the last time was, was, was last, uh, year, week before Christmas. I had had a big one. Uh-huh. And it was, I have these, uh, the big ones, uh, grand mal seizures always hit me in the morning. Um, oh. and I'm, well, I hate to say it. I'm not, I'm not wake and bake then. And mm-hmm. until I'm up and around, uh, medicated, then I'm, I've never had that issue. The only times I've ever had the heavy seizures have been uh, in the mornings when I haven't had anything or out of my sleep when I gotten up. And, well, would and, it be um, um, so that's see, see, and for so many people, the remedies are going to be word of mouth. So I would ask you, um, would the taking the tincture or the or the syrupy stuff under the tongue would that be the fastest way in the morning to keep your body calm? Uh. Or would well, smoke, you know, I mean, smoke, either or. It really, uh, <laughs> I guess, which is, I guess, you could say at that point in time, whatever's closest, huh? <laughs> either you got the pipe closest to you or the okay. teacher. I don't know, but uh, really, uh, they they both work very fast, very effective. Um, it's just a kind of a different thing. I, you know, for for um, you know the the mature smoker, and so. Um, yeah, and you know the for more- mature smoker, the edibles don't work as well. And and for myself, I'm like, okay, like if I go and I uh, we make up a bunch some of edibles. Yeah, you're, you're right. Some edibles really don't do anything. No, and yeah. and and like you know, we make up a bunch of can of butter, and and we have that, and then we take that, and we make the brownies. And what you want to do, um, uh, if you make the brownies, is you always want to go. So the brownie says three seventy five. Well, if you want to, if you're going to cook them with the can of butter, you don't want to go at 375. You want to cook them at like about two uh, seven, about 290 right there. It'll take longer, but uh-huh. you'll want to cook them uh, uh, slower and longer and uh, not cook them at a high temperature to, to burn off all the THC. Um, that's, that's the first thing I recommend with anybody 
that says, oh, I got some brownies here. Let's make some brownies, you know, and it's, it's to always cook them at low temperatures for longer. They'll cook, but uh, just just do it that and you'll have uh, yourself a more powerful brownie. Hmm. So, well, yeah. And usually it takes 45 minutes to an hour and a half to hit you. So, Well, I can tell you that it, it, it's completely legal to say that, or maybe I shouldn't. Not until it's illegal all across the country. But, yeah, I've had my experiences as well with edibles, and I've had both enormous um, success, the kind of success that, you know, where you where it's not it has not come upon you entirely, and so you eat the other cookie, figuring what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, yeah. that happens to a lot of Americans. Uh, yeah. But and a lot of non-Americans, and basically it happens to everybody who eats edibles at one point or another yeah, and has cookies our, at their disposal. As our audience will appreciate, I, I think I'm the only person who ever sat at a live Stephen Bassett talk for two or two and a half hours after that other cookie took effect, and I just could oh. not get out of the auditorium. My like, God. So I, my cousin That would be awesome. <laughs> my cousin made up some Keefe cookies that were really special, and wow. you really had to watch it with the Keefe cookie. Um, you were sitting there chomping on crunch, crunch on loads of uh, basically Keefe that wow. he had used just only for this these cookies, and they were called Keefe cookies. And, well, did, were uh, they were could, they very thin, sort of almost like a crackly thin? Uh, like, no, like actually, they were chewy. They were real chewy. They were kind of small and chewy. Have to be. And, uh, boy, were they chewy with that. That's all you tasted. You almost like just wanted to smoke all of it, you know? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, you, uh, you could get, you eat two of those things, you get so high, you'll get sick, you'll throw up. And those people that think that you can't throw up, uh, you can't throw up, uh, get so high, you throw up. See, the, the folks in the, um, in the already medical states, you know, this is the only information we have. I think the dispensaries ha- are going to have a much higher level of, center of the universe like the old pharmacies i guess you mm-hmm. know in the old days when they well oh, we used to have a bureau an apothecary bureau really? that had yes and it had hundreds of it was huge really huge whatever was, happened to that bureau we we auctioned it off when we auctioned our stuff off anyway it was at the um hmm. this place called shadow lawn which is the name of our company shadow lawn press and it was it was maybe 48 feet long. I can't remember. It was huge. And it came from a pharmacy. And there was, and the drawers had ceramic inserts in their brass holders. Okay. And the ceramic inserts were hand painted. And there was one that said marijuana. No, cannabis. 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 I'm down to like get really, really ripped or maybe have a couple of brownies or three or four and uh, go see like my, Dr. Michael Heiser do one of his lectures. Oh, well, see, we should have him on. Um, that would be so epic. We, yeah, we keep talking about it. See, that would be a great experience. But Steve Bassett only has one thing to say, and that yeah, is... No, but it, yeah, but it's about disclosure and stuff. But still, that's, you know, I know, but it's a couple not- hours of Steve Bassett when you're baked, that's pretty fun. That's a lot of fun. Right, and so... That's uh, got to be fun. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was... Not, for, not, not for nothing... Only way you can take it. Well, look, not, not for nothing, uh, Nancy, Bill, um, I used to get baked and watch UFO Hunters all the time. Oh, really? It um, made the show so much more incredible. It was wow. a good show already, but it was enormously more incredible. Yeah, we have, well, we have to, we're going to have to try that when the time is, when the time comes and Bill gets his card. 
We will do that because we have, we actually have, we have the shows on, on CD discs or some yep. such thing. In fact, you know, I should give them to you. Make sure that you can put them in your own collection. Yeah, we you need copies. Them. You need copies. Yeah, I'll yes, ma'am. Figure that out. Figure that yeah. out. Yeah. So anyway, so I have actually got some seeds here that I have uh, had. Lucky. Uh, uh, some seeds, uh, some that I got out of my train wreck and my Girl Scout cookies. And oh, uh, oh boy, they're good strains too. Train wreck and Girl Scout cookie. Now, train wreck is a pure. Well, it's a sativa hybrid, but it's basically a pure sativa. Mm-hmm. And uh, now a sativa is very energetic. They grow bigger, uh, but it, it takes them longer. Uh, they're a longer strain, usually. Of course, it's called Train Wreck? Train Wreck. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, and Chris, it is wonderful. Chris, um, how long have you been growing things? Uh, uh, well, I'd say I've had my cards since about, in, oh, I'd say, nine years now. Wow. Uh, so it's uh, been going on about that long, nine years, yeah. Wow. And have you? Uh, would you hmm. say you? Would you say you're a pretty good grower? Well, you know, I I like to claim that I am, but uh, you know, my thing of it is, is that I, uh, you know, got the family thing, so I can't do things at my house, and and I have done it indoors, uh, you know, with 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 other people. We had a little operation going. I won't say those people, of course, but uh, anyway, uh, and they went well, went okay, but it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It was really you can't leave. You're planted consistently at the house. You can right. never go anywhere. You got the lights clicking on whenever you want to set them all on. Your best is to set them on, uh, you know, at, at at nighttime. So the lights click on at nighttime, and uh, so you can go up in there and do your things, and then have them off, uh, you know, in the in the daytime. Um, also for the summertime, because in the summertime, it just gets so hot during the daytime. So you never want the lights coming on at the same time. You're best that you have the lights off and have those come on at night when it's cooled down. Well, um, you know, so. but are you from a farming family? Uh, well, uh, yeah, hydroponically uh, farming family, sure, but uh, not, not a... No, not a <laughs> I don't uh, think she meant that. Yeah, not a... Uh, not a uh, a farming uh, cow family or anything like that. No, yeah, because it, it takes so much effort. And that's another thing. Um, you know, we had, we, we had a pot plant once it's uh, we suddenly had a pot, um, little tiny plant that came growing up in another, um, plant. Somebody must've put a pot seed in there sometime in our life. But anyway, so we, we nursed this pot plant, and took it outside eventually, and then of course one day we, we the deer, you know, the deer. Um, yeah, you got to no, watch that. The deer it. really is. Do you always want to make sure on, on that case? <laughs> always, Bill yeah. should have went out there and peed around that plant every time you guys went out. You know, there, he, did, he did. He did. He yeah. did. We 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 were down with that. We were yes, and we we're in a very shady place, and so we put it out there in the little the spot we thought was the safest with sun and everything, and we thought the neighbors would maybe the younger neighbors might come and get it, but and then one day, you know. That was it. It's over. So that's why I'm asking you about it. Are you from a gardening family? Because it's very heartbreaking, you know, to su- one day. Yeah, because you could, you could get mold or something. Okay, then- well, what that I could get into is just that, see, let's, uh, you know, two years, it was the year after my encounter, which would have been 2012, and I grew uh, uh, wonderful strains. I grew Star Trek, and I grew nice. a full moon. 
And the full moon... Did you boldly go where another pothead has gone before? Did boldly go where no pothead had gone before, and yes. that was right to the bong and the pipe. And so, but uh, anyway, I uh, I grew those two. Um, it was a great summer and all that. But the uh, the Star Trek is a is a hybrid strain made to go quick. It uh, it it finishes up, and you know by the third week, fourth week of of September, and it's done. And uh, the 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 full moon. Was a was a pure sativa, and, and it was one that uh, my my brother uh, had gotten seeds from Amsterdam. We had grew, and so uh, that was a twelve week strain, and and uh, it actually finished out. But 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 I had to watch the mold at the end, and uh, mm-hmm. with the rain started coming at that point in time, it was it was uh it was October, uh, late October at that point, a uh, week before um, Halloween, I believe, and. Uh, yeah. So, but everything and went good. Uh, are you growing? Year, are you growing just for your own purposes? Just for my own. I just had the two plants that year, and and uh, and so they went to crap, and so I ended up going and and uh, or, or they went all they went really good. I had a good crop that year. Gosh, I I got like seventeen um, uh, jars, like uh, pickle jars, stuff full of it, right? Yeah. So um, anyway, I ended up uh, going and trying to grow some the next year because I was like, well, shit, it went so good that, that this last year. So then I went and uh, went and the rains came early and uh, they instantly molded. And um, other people mm-hmm. had that same strain. Actually, the people I got it from and same thing happened to them. And and it was uh, just wasn't a real strong strain. And I think it was. Uh, I think it was a real, actually, a real heavy, heavy indica strain. Well, what would happen if you um, smoked moldy pot? Uh, well, I, it I mean, would, give would you it, a would, it you? would it kill no, you? No, it won't kill you, but it would give you a headache. And um, if anything, you know, back a long time ago, back when we came, it wasn't uh, legal, and of course, people were getting it from Mexico and stuff all the time. Uh, that would always happen. You get a brick coming in from Mexico, you know, a guy hook up a, oh, I could get an ounce of a, a, a ounce of it for like forty bucks, but it'd be like in a brick, and um, then some of it would yeah, have like old, as we call them. Oh, regs. well, this yeah, yeah, and but this was actually some good stuff, and uh, we actually took that stuff because we had some real good seeds out of. We actually grew one of those seeds in the grow. It turned out beautiful. It was a beautiful plant. It wasn't like anything you expected that it would be, you know, mm-hmm. by the time here. Well, I have a collection of seeds from my youth. So these are from the 60s, okay? Oh, you still have them? Yeah, I do. And, and you I know thought, they'll probably still grow. I know. And my daughter, uh, you know, I'm going to just send them all to her at some point because some of them came from my daughter to me um, as a birthday present once. Um, and I just kept them because I didn't know how to grow them. Oh, so and do so, you know the names of them? No, no, but it, but 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 I think my daughter has had some luck as well. She's in your state, and has had some luck as well, and so um, she'll know what to do because I have a feeling that um, <clears throat> we're having a lightning storm right now. Yeah, there's a um, thunderstorm. So I hope I had it, one earlier. Yeah, um, it, it's it's been very <clears throat> gray and rainy today, but um, my daughter, I think the pot right now is going into the hands of the hipsters. You know. Um, you know, cover your ears. The hipsters are kind of treating pot growing, I think, the way they do fancy beer brewing, would you say? I think, you know. 
Definitely. From an artisan, from an artisan point of view, yeah, that's is, pretty accurate. I, w- I would say that's not that. Which is good. Off. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so um, so um, yeah. By the way, we have a caller. If you guys want to take the call, oh good, oh good, caller. All right. Yeah, we got a caller. I think uh, caller, you're on the line. Are you there? Hello. 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 Yeah. Who oh, is this? Is this the fellow who called during the break? Yeah, this is this, this Jerry from the Valley. Oh, hi, hi Jerry. How are you? Thanks for calling back. We Hi-hi, really Jerry. appreciate it. Well, you know, you're welcome. Uh, you guys kept mentioning my name earlier, so I had to call back. Well, okay. here's the question. Um, a- I understand that you're friends with Angel, and um, he can't oh. really. Angel. Angel, our producer. The Jackal. The Jackal. I, I know nobody by that name, ma'am. Okay, well, well, maybe it's a different person. For some reason, we thought you did, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Ask the question. Um, it's this. Um, I hope you can help. When you start, I'll try. To, okay, when you start to learn about uh, these things called rigs that you're going to create, and you're going to stick it on top of a battery, maybe let's just say, and it, the rig consists of a tank. Okay, okay. And, you put, and you put stuff in the tank. Underneath the tank, or sometimes within the tank, at the bottom, is a little coil of wire, and it gets hot when you put the battery on. And I I believe now that you have to learn about watts and something else, like maybe, uh, you know, you need to know, and this is what I was hoping you might know the answers to this, how much electricity do you have to learn in order to figure out how to use these things properly? Um, well, not really too much, ma'am. Let's see, look, I was born in 1966. I smoked my first joint in 1973. Now, as you folks know, San Fernando, the Valley area, was for a long time known as a hipster-type community. You know, drugs ran rampant all over California and over the West Coast. I mean, this is no secret. And a lot of the drugs are coming from Mexico. Mm, but yeah, but I, that, w- but I wanted to talk about this method of smoking well, or I'm getting there. I'm inhaling. Inhale, uh, in yeah, other I'm words, there. Okay, there the is thing, a- what I was trying to get at is that with the evolution of the pothead, you know, nowadays these kids are doing things that we didn't do back in the day. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. So they're taking things like these oil rigs and they're lighting it on fire. Okay. What is an oil rig? With a blowtorch. Okay. What's an oil rig? Well, I'm pretty sure you understand what an oil rig is. Not at all. Not at all. Um, You're going to put a liquid in there somehow, right? Not a... No, it's oil. Now you can put crumble. You can put oil. Uh, you can use uh, all sorts of assortment of flavors and well, colors. Does it, does it go in a little container, like a little plastic bin or a little – do you put it in a little cup? You could put it in a cup, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as the evolution grows, you're going to have more and more of an infusion of what is technology and the pothead mind. Yeah, but if we're so talking about using... Fusion. Hold on, let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? Fusion <laughs> is going to be incredible for the next millennium. 
Because you see, what I, what's going to happen is we're going to create all sorts of new ways to get higher and higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope that answers your questions. Yeah, yeah, but it does. But but my question, and I don't mean to be insulting, but if you're talking about adding a blowtorch to your little drug situation, aren't you basically talking about crack cannabis? No, ma'am. No. Mm-hmm. no. I think you are. No. I think you are. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I mean, don't you feel a little embarrassed? Crack cocaine has killed a lot of people in a lot of communities. Crack cocaine is completely different from what we're doing with oils. And these oils are made from cannabis. Completely different. This is God's plan. Crack cocaine is man-made. Okay, okay. Now, Benjamin, who is a really good um, fellow who is in the chat, um, said... Yeah, Benjamin's really good, and he knows stuff. And so he basically says that the better vape mods are set by temperature. And he said an oil ring is a, it's a tit- listen to this. It's a tight. Can, can you hear the thunder? Maybe you can. I can. No, they can't. Yeah, the 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 the, uh, the oil rigs are a lot different than the vape things. The oil rigs are actually what sets on a on the bong itself on the pipe, and they're like a little like a metal made out of metal and you take a titanium nail and you use that to dab onto it and when you get it extremely hot with the blowtorch and then you touch it you get a little bit on the titanium nail on the tip of it and you touch it and then it suck it in a straight hit and that's more powerful of a THC than you'll ever know yeah but that's not very very elegant it's not very elegant it's not something that uh, you know, it's not something that you. It, I don't think it's supposed to be elegant, though, Nancy. I don't think it's it really not is. elegant. You look like you're you're you're, you're you really actually. Yeah, if you're somebody were to right. go, it's not say, supposed to be an elegant thing. What you what you're trying to do is you're trying to get high. After all, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you it know is. what I'm saying? So since you're, you're just trying to get high, yeah, it yeah. helps you in a faster way. Now there is some that was said on this show earlier, which is 100 percent truth. If you smoke a lot of this kind of cannabis, it's going to increase your your rate of of tolerance to a point that you'll never be able to smoke nothing else. Never. You'll never be able to smoke nugs again. So oh, what, uh, wait, 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 wait. It's wait. past 22. Okay. That's yeah, why but- since I'm old school, I like to stick to my Dutch master. I like to stick to my regular bud. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you saying that? Are you wait? Are you talking about when you wrap? Instead of making a joint with paper, you basically make a joint with tobacco from a cigar. Is that what you're talking about? Binder leaf. As the binder Binder leaf. Um, That's what it is. Yeah. And it's called what's it called? It's Um, called binder leaf. No. What do you guys call this? Blunt wrap. Yeah, it's blunt. It's a blunt. It's a blunt. blunt. Yeah, hey, just got like a Philly blind or a Dutch master, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a Dutch master. You can use the Philly blend. Some some brothers like to use the Swisher sweet. Hmm. The and Swisher so, sweets are funny because wait, it's filled, but it is it's filled with just basic pot or mixtures of pot and other things or what? Is it just what do you put inside of this tobacco leaf? Well, clearly, you put marijuana. You put yeah, but, the weed. You put the God's plant. But do you put other stuff in there, like ha- hash or oil or anything like that? You could. I don't recommend it. 
Uh-huh. And then do you pass it around the way you would a joint? I know these of are course. stupid questions. See the swisher yeah. things, see the swisher things we used to do that uh, back 50 years ago in Greenwich Village. Well, wait, wait, wait. let me ask a question since swishers. you guys are all knowledgeable. Um are you supposed to pass on the left or on the right and so forth? Is it like isn't it's like puff puff pass and it, and then it's to the left or the right or something? Is, what are the what's the rule if somebody if you're well, lucky enough to be I don't know up in your state but out here in the valley we always pass to the left because you're all lefties in the valley. That's right. A, no, I mean, a Bernie there, Sanders um, would be at home in the valley. Um, asking, asking, asking the other guy, asking the other guys, Chris, is there a rule? Is it got, is it satanic or something? If you pass to the left, it's satanic or something. Why? Why? Stupid question, but why pass to the left? I, you know, that's that's kind of a new one to me, actually. I, I pass to the right myself. I don't know about you, Chris. I, I just give it to the person that that that's in line for the next hit. Well, yeah, so if, like the person sitting goes, across you, you just like, hey, here you go, and you just you know. Yeah, yeah so left. Okay, so but, wait a second. But I always start with the girl. If there's a female, that's usually well, that's, my mom. No, that's okay? just wrong. I'm with my mom. So you so gotta I pass always, to the left. No, it, no, it should be. It should be. No, always pass to the. Why? Left. Why do I pass to the left? I don't get it. Always pass to the girl. Always pass to the girl. Yeah, I always. Well, I always let my mom have the first hit. Man, you just aired your mom out dirty. That's just no, my stuff. Yeah, you shouldn't be talking about your mama on air uh, like that. My mom's a true smoker, and she's 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 got her issues too. And she'd be right here with me doing the show if she could, yep. but she can't. And Nancy knows, because Nancy knows my mom. Right. And, and I, so, I good times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, and, well, Nancy's my UFO mom, and so well, bell your nigger down, my adopted UFO dad. There you but go. anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so okay. Anyway. But the but the more pertinent question is: Whoa, big lightning! The more pertinent question is: Can you take two puffs when you get it? Is that allowed? Well, yeah, well, you can take two bottle. puffs. You can take multiple puffs. No, oh boy! I, can you guys hear the thunder? That's a barrier bomb. I, I can hear that. Interceptor yeah. in chief. Yeah, we're just talking away about pot. I hope God doesn't strike us dead. Ooh, that would be so sad. But then, but then God made marijuana. That's the conundrum I have as a Catholic. You know, being told all these years, you always listen to your government as a Catholic. And oh, so the government says don't do this. And yet, it's the most magical, delightful thing. It's put on the earth so that we can, we can have happier times on our passage. Well, I can tell you about one time where I smoked with Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, goody. Sammy Davis really? Jr. It was after a concert show. He was doing that out here in the in the valley. In the valley. And me and Sammy go way back. Okay. We were buddies for a long time. And we were talking about life, his career, everything he's done up to that point. And he bust out what what looked like the biggest joint I've ever seen in my life until that point. So we start smoking. About ten minutes into this joint. We literally start hearing horns, angel trumpets. We started hearing singing. And then he started, he just got up and he started dancing and tap dancing. Sounds the like rest Mr. of the night's a blur. Mr. Tangerine Man was born. That's how it sounds like it was born. I Mr. think that, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Sammy became Bojangles right before your very eyes. That, it was amazing. Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Yeah, I know it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, folks, it was nice talking about power with y'all. Thank you. Okay, okay, okay thank you. Yeah. Back to the valley. 
I gotta get back to the valley. And you're okay. sure you're not angel? Someone in the chat thought you might be angel. No, that that's not true. I don't know who this angel is. I was listening, and I hear my name a couple times, and I, I'm like, I gotta call in. They're talking well, about you. me. Thank you, thank you. So very I, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is not me. I don't know why people think it's me or whatever. It's mm-hmm. terrible. It's whatever. It is what it is, brah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, cool Jerry. Means, man. And and, yeah. and and you know that was very informative. By the way, that's not my friend. I, that's you don't I mean, know that guy. No, I don't think they're even like the same, uh, you know, race. Well, the you were, you were saying, Angel, during the break when you were when you can talk freely that anybody from Jamaica, or maybe you were saying it actually on the air, but it's all a blur. Might have uh, been. Might have been. But anybody my life from is a blur, Jamaica. Nancy. Yeah, um, you're saying that the folks from Jamaica are like really high all the time. Um, is well, that you be- have to be? Have you been <clears> in Jamaica? Never, no. never. I wish I had, but is it because it's totally Great. legal there? Yeah, it's. It, well, here's the thing. Uh, I went to Jamaica in 2005. I, I used to work as a travel agent for a couple of years. And uh, true story, I, I went to Jamaica like five times, five, six times, something like that. <laughs> and uh, one time I went with a girlfriend of mine at the time, and uh, we were walking around the beach area. This is in Sandals Ocho Rios. Great resort, by the way. And me and her are walking around the beach area, and then there's this part of the resort is fenced off because that other side doesn't belong to this resort. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge fence. On the other side was this uh, Jamaican dude, uh, full Rastafarian with the long hair and everything, and he's there with a the little seashell stand that he had put together. Really elegant way mm-hmm. you know, he designed everything. Huge seashells all over the place. And me and my girl are walking. You know, we're having a, the greatest time of, of our lives. It was just a, an amazing experience. And he comes up to us through the other side of the fence. You know, he's like, hey, man, come here. Bring your lady over here. He starts telling us to come over and see him. And as we uh, go over to where he's at, he's telling me, oh, look, you know, I have these uh, these seashells, and they're only $10 if you want to buy this one, $20 for this. And he's, like, pitching me these seashells. So I look over, over to my girlfriend. I'm like, uh, babe, you, you want to get some seashells? She wasn't really interested in the seashell, but then he goes to me, look, man, if you buy the seashells, you get the secret gift that's inside. Ah. Oh. And that's how they do it. They they sell you something else, and then they give it to you as a gift. Well, did and, you uh, did you do it? Well, we bought three seashells that day, Nancy, and um, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and did you did you have any experience? And what do you do with the shells afterwards? Well, you keep we go. Oh, we left the shells. Uh, we we had an ex- a religious experience in Jamaica. Yeah, resell the shell, the shells. Or we'll just take the secret well, gift. I know- mean, that, I think what for like twenty bucks, he pulled out a brick, which here would be like half an ounce. Wow, for twenty wow. bucks. So, look, pot in Jamaica is rampant everywhere. I mean, that is the island of pot, basically. It's the number one resource for everything in that island. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, uh, there's two things you're going to see a lot of if you go to Jamaica. Asians and pot. Why Asians? Well, I don't know why, but a lot of Chinese people went to Jamaica and they loved it and stayed there. It's just a fact. Look it up. There's a lot of Asian Jamaicans. It's a yeah. true story. Not making that up. I'm 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 pulling up the radar <laughs> because I'm so, this 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 storm is seriously scary and yeah uh, I could hear it in the background yeah it'll yeah. be gone soon I mean uh, let's see here whoa but Jamaica is great I mean we had a, a a fabulous trip especially the ride from the airport to the resort my God my, our lives was in our hands the entire time it was it was exhilarating I mean the whole trip there we don't know if we we're gonna make it alive or not it was just great that guy was driving like 85 miles an hour on this really terrible bus and he was going through like some really steep hills. Not even roads, guys. 
hills. And uh, when you look down on the other side of the bus, you can see literally like nothing but a cliff mm-hmm. looking down. Yeah. And he's like just moseying on along. Like he's like, he does this every day. Like nothing happened, you know, nothing's going on. We were all on one side of the bus, like praying and I'm not a religious <laughs> person as you know, but I found God at that moment and I was well, just praying. We made it alive. So the experience to the resort was great. And then the rest of the trip was just amazing. Yeah, you would think that sandals would make sure that you could get to the resort in one piece. You would hope so, right? Hmm. You would figure. Yeah, because, um, but, 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 you know, do you think the guy who was driving was on pot himself? Probably. It, probably. I will say this, though. Uh, definitely the guy we saw peeing on the side of the road was on pot. Mm-hmm. Had to be. On pot. And he was waving at us. That's how he was on pot. He was just taking a piss and he was just waving, hey, guys, as we rode right by. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to my buddy who's listening tonight. Who's is in he peeing on the side of the road? No, uh, no he might oh. be. But uh, he know. himself is a little bit of a smoker and likes to partake. And he is a trucker. He can't do it much and at, at all much anymore. But anyway, he's clear over there by you and Bill and Nancy uh, right now in Pennsylvania. So he's listening to the show and hearing me live for the first time. So, by the way, we have another caller on the line. Shout out to him, but caller, you're on the line. That's him. Oh, that's him. There you go, caller, you're live. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh, yeah, that's him. Good. Thanks for joining us, caller. Are you a Are you a trucker? Are you a trucker? Yeah, I am. You're not. You're not angel, also in disguise, right? No, no. I don't even know who that is. I just some idiot that guy. This guy's just an idiot. And you're in Pennsylvania? Uh, right now, I'm in West Virginia, headed to oh, West Virginia. North Carolina. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, well, but hi. anyway, I was I was kind of listening to your your deal there on Jamaica, and I just got back from a cruise in the Bahamas, and um, you know, we live in Oregon, and um, my condolences. You know, pop, pop, of course, legal in Oregon, but we couldn't smuggle it onto the ship, of course, you know. And, um, so we, we got to the Bahamas and, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Mexico when you go to Tijuana. Yeah. Everybody wants, you know, buy this and buy that and get Pretty in on much, taxi. Yeah. So, yeah. So oh, we you went to the, rural, you went to the rural cities, like the little area. Yeah. Areas. Nice. And so we got with this taxi driver and I was asking, I said, Hey man, what's the deal with pot here in, uh, you know, in the Bahamas? He said, it's totally illegal. He goes, but I'll hook you up. <laughs> so he took me, I had my wife and me and my daughter and my son, uh, which are older kids, you know, they're, they're college age. And, uh, we had also some band members from, um, it was a rock cruise. So these band members were with us from Brazil. And, uh, I asked him about it. I said, you know, just cause I wanted to be cool with them. I said, Hey man, uh, I'm going to go score some weed here later on is that cool with you guys they were all sketched out they're like no no we got to get back in the ship because we got to perform here in a few hours we don't want to get left and i so after they got off the taxi he took us down and we scored them man it was a bag of like the old mexican horrible pick out the seed weed but we got it back onto the ship and then my son sat out on the balcony and just got so baked and i haven't i haven't smoked that kind of pot in so long and it was such a different high than what I'm used to, you know. And mm-hmm. we had a good time. It was great. <laughs> well, the, I was actually saying to go back a little bit because, well, you're here. I was actually, I was actually telling all these guys about how we'd buy the, um, 
way back we would buy the uh, that stuff for what we could get it for forty bucks an ounce or something like that. That old brick weed we yeah. get back then. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. That's about the last time I smoked it. How many yeah. years ago? <laughs> yeah, an American uh, American Road Warrior calls it says Mexican dirt weed, and I've that's what I've yeah, always heard. Mexican dirt. Not, yeah, Mexican dirt. Yeah, just that's dirt what weed. We've always referred to it yeah. as you know. I grew up in San Diego, and that's, I mean, that's what I grew up smoking. I didn't even know what green bud was until, uh, hell, until I moved to Los Angeles years later, and, and I was like, well, this ain't pot, because I'd never seen it or sm- smelled it or smoked it before. Wow. Well, when do you think yeah. it all started to change? When, when, when Amsterdam began to have the pot cannabis cup, you know, um, and everybody began to say, let's, let's, you know, pass around these seeds and they, and, and, you know, now, now pot looks like an entirely different plant, you know, with really big, big, big buds everywhere. It just depends on the strength of like, it seems like they're, uh, they're growing for potency rather than for quantity. Well, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand, I suppose, potency and quantity, um, eventually in the end, but, uh, Back in the day, I suppose you know I was born in 1970, and you know, so I'm 46. And, and, but back, and what what state do you live in? Oh, I live in Oregon. I just live mm-hmm. next oh, down yeah. over from Chris. <clears throat> yeah, I live right not by Chris. <laughs> mm-hmm. We actually grew up, and we we actually well, we didn't grow up, but we lived in the same town, uh, well, in Salem and all that. And here I had and where I had my encounter and all that, and then I, well, we got out of touch for a while, and then we got back in touch, and then come to find out. He's just a town over from me, and I had because I had to move 130 miles south, and boom, boom, there he is. So, but wait, but wait, he actually Chris. just found out about my UFO encounter today. I had to explain it to him on the phone, and so really, and yeah. and, and we usually, you know, UFOs are the typical topic yeah. on this particular show. But Chris, I was just counting on my fingers just now when you said nine years. You, you've been growing for nine years. Well, That's probably technically, wouldn't you say, Cody? Well, what wait, was I about got that card? I, you understand this is my best friend here, so this is a guy who's been in my life for a long time. I would say I probably got that card way back in uh, in probably about two thousand six or something. I would say, wouldn't it, Cody? When I first got it's that, been thing. a long time. Yeah, yeah, I remember building time. that stupid grow room up that in the attic. Room we built, yeah. <laughs> well, this is oh, when um, this is you mean me, um, uh, marijuana was legal medically in Oregon. It was medically. We were we were doing it medically, and that's right. Uh, Cody and I went up, and he uh, he was the one that went and built the grow room, uh, the one that I was doing when I very first grow that I did. And we went up and built a grow room. We built two rooms. We built the bloom room, and we built the the. Uh, and the bedroom. Well, that's very enterprising. Did you ever, did you have to give it away legally or did you, were you allowed to sell it if you had extra? Well, at that point in time, you weren't allowed to sell it because uh, there wasn't any um, dispensaries around at that point in time. The dispensaries were, were um, non-existent. At that point in time, you could just grow it for yourself. And um, dispensaries haven't popped in the picture, but probably been in here, what, three, four years now, I'd say, Cody? Yeah, I mean, just this last year as it Yeah, it's legalized. really last year. It's legalized, but so everybody. I, I really, it's you know, I'm not, I'm not a green card. I don't hold any of that. And like I yeah. said, I'm a truck driver, so yes. I have to be real careful because I'm subject to UAs all the time. And uh, and, and UAs you know, are your uh, urine inspections. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, the tell them what happens and all what you got to go through. If you get caught with the UA, explain that whole scenario to them because they really ring you out. 
Really? Oh, yeah, that happened to me one time yeah, years ago on a pre-employment, and I got t- I tested positive for uh, marijuana. And that's the only drug I do anyway, you know, when I do it. You know, I, and, and it's not like I'm out here on the road doing it. I'm, you know, when I go home, rather than drink beer and, and get all drunk, I want to sit down and relax and work on my motorcycles and, you know, smoke a little weed. That's all, you know, that's all I do, and that's all I've been doing for years. And um, so you get, you get busted. And uh, you got to go through drug rehab, which is almost a year. You got to sit around in the circle. It's, you know, it's basically like uh, uh, it's, it's really you got to pay a lot of money to basically get your CDL back. But you're sitting in a room full of heroin junkies and, and uh, you know alcoholics and meth heads and all this stuff. And all I did was smoke a little weed, and uh, they classify it all in the same. Thing. And what what is the what is this? What is they made him pay a lot of money too, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, Cody? yeah, yeah. And, I mean, my insurance covered some of it, but most of it was a lot of, out of my pocket. Right, and by CDL you mean your commercial driver's yeah. license, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been oh, driving pretty... for 14 years, though. So, so uh, who's you know, but, but, but what company uh, makes you take a drug? Uh, the company that owns your truck fleet. Yeah, it's so it's um. Every trucking company in the in the country is subject to these drug tests, and there's a pool. So basically, everybody who works for the company, their name goes in, and and uh, they pick. You know, so you work at a big company that's got thousands of drivers, and you might. I've worked here two years, and I haven't got my name picked at all. When and then I've worked for smaller companies where you you might get hit once or twice a month. You know? well, who? But who makes all the trucking companies do that? The federal government? Federal government, yeah. And would it be the through feds. the offices of the DEA, I wonder? And is I that don't know one about of the, that. You know, Probably DOT. But I'm wondering. DOT, um, DOT, yeah. But you can sort of begin to see the spider web that has to be dismantled because a lot of people exactly. are going to lose their jobs. Uh, the drug, the urine well, testing is a big deal. Well, they're actually going to get a, away from urine testing because it's so easy to to fake. You know, you can fake it, you can yeah, you can it dilute it. But now they're starting to go to hair analysis, hair follicle testing, which really? I have been yeah. hair follicle tested. So uh, you know, wait, wait, funny, wait, I was wait. Just, when you when, uh, how long does it take? I I understand that's why Britney Spears was cutting her hair off. Uh, because she was going to get drug tested. No, 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 no. She was just crazy, Nancy. No, no. She was afraid of the hair analysis. They can get it out of the armpit. They can get it off your beard. They can get well, it anywhere. Yeah. Hair on your body. She was freaking because supposedly they were going to take the kids away again or some such thing. But anyway, it, it, at, at hmm. core, at base, that and was, she was crazy. It was a bit, yeah. But she was a person. Just remember, a person who is a child of show business that way, where the parents kind of say, "Here's my child." You know, do my child's going to make us lots of money? That that child can be very bent. You have no idea yeah, how bad that can you know. be. But but, it, but, yeah. but let's just go back. To, um, so so if um, all the truckers in all the entire United States have to go through this, that's a chilling uh, thing. What's going to happen when you live in a legal state and you are legally? Well, what's going to happen? Well, I do. I do live in a legal state, and it's funny because I was sitting at the. Um, the port of entry uh, about a week or so ago, um, dealing with some paperwork there. And right on the wall uh, at the port of entry in Oregon, coming out of Idaho, there's a big poster on the wall that says, it talks about, I can't, can't say everything verbatim, but I can say, 
that it basically said, you know, even though marijuana is legal in Oregon, a U.S. driver are still subject to uh, DOT testing, uh, urinalysis, and, and hair follicle testing. Um, so no matter what, even though it's legal and I can go and, and buy it, and it's practically free. It, it, that's how legal it is. It's almost free. I mean, it's it, well, it's like it's I'm like toma- it. to- tomatoes. People just are growing yeah, so much. It's everywhere, and it's yeah, and and um, or squash. But because of the job I do, the sensitivity of the job I do, hmm. I have to be. I have to take you. Know, well, funny. let's, be let's be honest. There's certain there's certain jobs that you want people to be sober. I mean, sure, I would sure. I wouldn't want a doctor Especially who's drugs. about to perform surgery to be yeah, like, but you know, but, high but taking pot. a but drinking exactly. beer, but but forcing people to drink beer instead of being able to smoke pot. In other words, the tests aren't fine enough to say you know um, pot doesn't leave your system or your hair follicle very quickly. Thirty days, thirty huh? days, thirty days. For your hair too? Well, no, the hair's a little longer. Yeah, hair follicles three months. That's, yep. They go back yep. three months on your hair Whoa. follicle. Yep. Okay, yep. Yep. we're getting um, some. So we're getting some little brownouts with their lights, and and so if we just suddenly disappear, uh, Angel, Angel will off. Angel will continue the show. Yeah, we'll continue. I will continue. The show. Yeah, and I'll get I'll get Jerry from the Valley back on the line. He was awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. If you can, he didn't sound like he was all that put together mentally. No, really, but that was that's what made him awesome. Yeah, I was trying to make him mad by interrupting, but it wasn't even working. No, you know? no, I think Jerry was too stoned. Yeah, yeah I think I so. Think. Yeah, yeah. I but agree. see, that's yeah. the thing. That's I think most. I'm perfectly sober right now. <laughs> Driving right. my condolences. <laughs> my condolences. Right, and but but do truck drivers go the other way um, and take methamphetamines as a kind of like 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 breath mints? Well, that that was an old school old. That's smoking the bandit days. No, you know, no, I, I would say no. There might be some outlaws out there doing that crap, but but that would also you know, be I've that would never be picked up. It. But would you pick that up in a drug test? Um, if yeah. you're oh yeah, see that now now that that clears out your system within days, as opposed to marijuana that doesn't. You know, mm. uh, in three days or you know a month. I mean, uh, so wow. well. Okay, now is yeah, that just, uh, is it the same for hair as it is for urine? Like a month? No, it's three months for hair. Three months for hair. Okay, and then and then the. And meth, et cetera, is significantly shorter. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess if you wanted to get away with something, you could go home on the weekend, have a party, and then go back to work Monday and be clean, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah I, I don't know. Even when Marilyn Monroe was found dead and the L.A. County Court, now, now uh, she was addicted to methamphetamine. She had received methamphetamines really on the day she died. And... Mm-hmm. Um, when Thomas Taguchi, the, the medical examiner, well, when the medical examiner in L.A. wrote the report, he said that he found no drugs in her bloodstream except for the uh, Nambutal, which she'd been taking, which was the uh, barbiturate that she'd been taking. But the methamphetamines were gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so – and we know she was taking them. Because we know the person who gave them to her. And we know yeah. the person who watched her take them, Peter Lawford. Well, you know, I guess, yeah, methamphetamines are, mm-hmm. uh, they're part of the whole legal uh, prescription uh, Right, world. but meth was legal. 
1962. Well, have any of you guys on the on the line? Have any of you younger guys ever taken anything for a uh, you know the the ADHD? ADHD. No, I never had. No? Like my, my sister, my sister put uh, you know her kids on Ritalin, and well, they're well, they're okay kids, but they kind of are a little bit of a piece of work. And uh, I think it's a little bit of that Ritalin she was feeding them the whole time. It is but. because it's methamphetamines. That's what Ritalin mm-hmm. is. That's yeah, what pretty much. Is. Uh, yep. Not only that, not only that, uh, some of the drugs on television that you see these days, in fact, sometimes they'll give you the first month free, depending on the channel you're on. Because they know you'll be addicted. Yeah, but, but some, of the, some of the drugs have the most amazing psychotic side effects I've ever heard, in which suddenly you have suicidal thoughts. You have uh, your personality can change. How can they sell that stuff legally on the open market and actually tell you that's what's going to happen? And that you're how talking can about the uh, inhibitors. The S- I think it's called SDI inhibitors. You know, like uh, Paxil. Right. SSI. Yeah, yeah. Like well, no, oh, SSI inhibitors. But, yeah, but the uptake inhibitors. Sometimes right. the stuff is sold like Chantex to uh, stop smoking. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's because you have psoriasis. But the if you take the drug, uh, you could become suicidal. And and by I'm the just... way, you can't take Chantex while you're driving a semi either. Oh, really? No, because it, <laughs> no. it, it, uh, it slows a, down your reaction. Is there an actual list of of uh, over there? Yeah. Yeah, like oh wow. Well, Chantix is. Yeah, I can't even have like uh, I can't even have like Nyquil on my truck, stuff like that, because oh. that's it's kind of this you know pain pills and you know, that kind of junk. So if you get prescribed anything by your doctor for let's say your back's hurting or whatever, you you have to make sure we have a whole department we have to go through to make sure we have to tell them about the drug and they and they say well you can't drive currently if you're going to have to take that drug or whatever you're going to have to be laid off for a while or whatever you know so. Well, is there any drug that they do allow for pain at this point? It probably aspirin. Aspirin. <laughs> aspirin. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You got to tough it out. Well, it's like the military. Sure. But I'm, uh, but I'm glad. So, so in fact, um, we can. You know, the fact that you know, so truckers can go back in the friendly lane if they're really getting. And I hate to say it. Um, I hate to, you know, you're, you know, for you not to be able to smoke medical marijuana, but mm-hmm. you know, because I believe that can save the world. I think if fathers yeah. could smoke marijuana instead of drink whiskey, they would not beat their children. They would play video games with their kids. <laughs> really? They'd sit there with a happy yeah. smile on their faces while the kids They'd all be the fat. <laughs> Everybody be fat. Not, not necessarily. I think, I, I think the um, – okay, my thought about pot in general is that it does whatever you ask it to do, whatever you want to do. I don't think pot gives you the munchies unless you want True. it to. I'm just, no, 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 no. It gives you, it gives you the munchies. It just it does. It, well, well, it depends on the strain you're smoking. If you're smoking a certain, especially nowadays, they, every strain so classified. Well, if you want to get productive, you smoke this strain. If you want to get, if you want to just smoke weed and lay in bed and do nothing but <laughs> stare at the ceiling, then you smoke this kind of strain. Whatever. Well, what's, what strain is that again? What, 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 what strain is, is that? That one's right AK-48, and since he's star, the ones you just want to just sit there, in, known as grape ape, since he's star, you just want to just lay there and not move and, and, and essentially sleep and eat. Oh, sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I am so in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would you I say... I can't wait the- to retire. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when do you retire, by the by? I got 20 more years. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? Uh, what I think will happen once le- once pot's legal everywhere, it will be studied. S- clever people are making new clever rigs and things as we speak. They will find a way to allow you to smoke pot, but not say drink beer in the cab. But you could smoke pot say on the weekend or some such thing. I bet they're going to make it so. You know, like it's, it's you're not actively smoking it while you drive, but you do when you come home. They'll find a way. Yeah, so. So they basically right now they can pull you over and at least Morgan and they can give you the equivalent of a DUI under the influence of, of marijuana. Um, right. So th- with that, they got to be able to test the current amount that's in your system. And if they go to that, what you were just saying, yeah, they would have to be able to differentiate the difference between actively high and yes he smoked pot two days ago like with um with truck drivers again we can drink alcohol as long as we haven't drank an alcohol within the last 10 hours of work well they 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 will find a way i believe to refine the test so that you'll have the same rules for pot you know Mm -hmm. and because pot leaves most people's system even uh you know in terms of it being active um in maybe 10 to 12 hours maybe 24 hours you you know you could live with that if you're you can have some. Some people tend to yeah. 15 minutes, Yeah. 30. Well, you know, I, I just think that um, when the time comes, maybe we'll end up writing a book about this because I think it's so interesting. And I think um, I, I, I simply learned so much and then I stopped researching it because it's an unlimited amount of um, good things you can learn about pot. Um, but for older people, as as one of the um, fellows here in uh, the chat said, he said PJ Zimmerling says I believe all retired people should get a little pot with their social security check. Agreed. Yeah, sure. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, because you know, there's no reason not to go to nursing homes first. Oh, here's the thing. They have. Um, I don't know exactly who the legal people are who said this is okay. But I think it's the big federal government. But you're allowed now uh, to to uh, prescribe pot for PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. And you're also allowed. It depends to pres- on the state. Maybe, but it's um, no. But it's being used by the Veterans Administration, I believe. Right, but they get state uh, approvals to do that. Well, in in addition, um, a lot of veterans groups and veterans themselves have said they get great relief from uh, not pot, but psilocybin say mushrooms or lsd ecstasy what do you guys think about regulating that sort of thing as potent medicine if at all possible well, i don't know about that you know yeah it's a little harsher by the way we have another caller who just joined the uh, the show caller you're live on future theater this is white crow oh hi white crow how are you hey white crow i'm great, I'm great. So, White Crow, have you ever smoked, smoked pot? Have I ever smoked pot? Mm-hmm. Many times. Okay, you do <laughs> sound like you do sound like uh, Blue Diamond Phillips. No, Chong, Chong, Tommy Blue Chong. Blue Diamond Phillips. Oh. Wow. Many yeah, times uh, when uh, I was a young uh, lad. Right, and then you gave well, it, and and uh, do you do you, another one with a story? Do you currently smoke pot, or have you had to give it up? Oh heavens, no! I drug testing at work and I have no interest in it either. Yeah, but you own, don't you own, don't you own the business where you work? 
Yes. So you drug test yourself? That's not fair. Yeah. Well, you can't have drug testing for employees and not follow the rules yourself. Yeah, you're the owner. <laughs> That's kind of how it works there, buddy. Ask the cops. Donald Trump. Look at the police, man. You don't think they go like 100 miles an hour on the road? I do that. I, I'm spending the night at the pokey. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're the owner, man. I say go for it. Yeah. Well, see, Nancy, now. It, yes. Nancy, and, and indulge. You, you're the right. You're the right age, Nancy. Didn't you experience the whole hippie scene when you were? Very sadly, were I was a Nixon Republican back then. I my my husband. Oh dear. Yeah, my husband was in Vietnam, and I was very right wing, reading Ayn Rand, you know, and very right wing, and really just hating on the hippies because I I wished I could have gone to college, but in fact, I got married right out of well, a couple years out of high school. The Vietnam War came along, and we got married because, you know, we thought he was going to be killed. <laughs> and um, and I didn't get to Tripod until some hippie friends came to visit us. And this was in 68 when he was home, 68 or 69. And mm-hmm. our minds were totally, utterly blown, totally, utterly blown. Um, and really, you know, we've, we – most adults will tell you this. You have very little opportunity to get weed or smoke pot. You know, you do if you, you know, you'll, I'll, I'll join a little circle if I see a circle forming, but it's not something that, you know, my friends have or anything. It's not, it's not like wine. Just well, I think you can find it if you want. It's out there. Yeah, but who would want to do, no offense to you guys on the, on the line, but, you know, how do you go and find scurvy people who are under the bridge? You know who might smoke. Why do they got to be under oh, the bridge? No, my, I know. I have friends that smoke. That yeah, daily since they were teenagers. Oh, see, but oh, you're in. Are no. you in a legal state? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, yeah. I know they smoke it all the time. They had, they ask me if I want it all the time when I go there. Oh. So, well, and so when I've smoked it daily since uh, teenagers. Yeah. Well. You know, we're anxiously looking forward to it because of just the general aches and pains of getting older. It just seems like a great... And, and besides, why not have fun? You know, the days are scary. The days are very scary these days for older folk. Uh, younger people, you know, are getting themselves all upset over this and that, over the politics and stuff. But for older people, it's like, oh, there's this really big black door, you know, that's got your name on it. Um just saying. Well, also notice that it's bringing generations together more, more and more these days because I have children. I have, I have, like I said, my son that they're nineteen, twenty, they're college age kids. Mm-hmm. But rather than me being at home, being the the grumpy old dad, I'm the I'm the dad that breaks out the bomb and everybody sits around at dinner time <laughs> and we'll yeah. smoke some weed and and, and mom makes you know or really good meal and, and we just have a great time and it, it brings the family together in a, yeah, in a the, kind of a you know nostalgic way more than anything true. yeah the family that talks together jokes together well, you know what I'm saying I wish I exactly. I wish my dad well, could smoke like pot with me that'd be great is that what you're saying well it's true I mean I've been to funerals in my Italian family and I'll meet a long lost cousin like cousin Paulie and out of his out of his shirt pocket will come these amazing this endless supply of joints and you just start reminiscing cousin Paulie, cousin Paulie. yeah who would have yeah. known a cousin Paulie yeah. it smokes pot He's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy 
But, you know, we would start to compare stories. And that's how we found out that my, that one of my, my, um, aunts, we say aunt, not aunt, but one of my aunts, um, perhaps had a, um, half black, half white child out of wedlock and nobody knew because the child came to the funeral. And my goodness, everybody was wondering, who is this child that looks just like my aunt? Only she's got curly, you know, curly dark hair. She's, you know, and anyway, so the pot helped a lot to, to just <laughs> wow. say, just to save time because when you don't have pot, you know, and you're all being polite and you're all waiting around, but when you do have pot, it's just like, did you see that? Did you see what we She did? has a year round 10. Uh, that's my Aunt Mania, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and then it, then it kind of comes out. So, yeah. So, yes, it I does. I remember more than one time um, hanging out with Chris's mom and family and we're at Super Bowl parties and we're hanging out. We'll get stoned and go watch the Super Bowl game. And that was my eat. grandma and grandpa there, remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's grandpa true. Grandma, they, they, my grandpa wouldn't smoke. He'd be, hey, you guys had to go out just in the yard and pick some grass. He said, <laughs> yes, grass. grandpa. And, uh, <laughs> You know, my, uh, you know, my grandma though, she would, she would smoke, but she'd over smoke, you know, and then they'd find herself laying down. Oh, uh, my, my grandpa, you know, he, he, he had some one time and then it, he gave him a headache and he said, Hey, I don't smoke any of that stuff. He said, he gave me a headache. So he yeah. went and went, ran off and seen some guy walking on just on like, they were in California, I guess. And he seen some hippie guy who looked like a smoker or whatever. And he went up and, here you go. This oh. stuff gives me a headache. Huh. And, uh, and handed it <laughs> to Wow. Him. Lucky guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's when the big stories. So, uh, Just be happy the guy like, wasn't a cop. For yeah. real. Are you, are you guys like all high right now? Oh, I'm Guilty. Not, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm walking over driving right my now. truck. I'm I'm so I high. I, take, I'm so I jumped high. the gun on that one. I should have stayed quiet and let others answer first. Uh, I scared the crap out of the kids. I'm a walking zombie right now. The kids can't even see me. I'm scare them. So, yeah, well, you you've uh, had a lot of you've had a lot on your mind tonight, Chris. Well, I really kind of got paranoid at the end there when I went up to the to to my buddy's place, the Canna King, and well, that didn't happen. So, yeah, we uh, thought, and you know what, we were all of us. I can speak for all of us when I say we were very laid back all day saying this show is going to be so easy because a guy who's running for the legislature who also has uh, a steward at this very early stage of the wild, wild west of this new enterprise, this new industry, usually would not stop talking, I would think, such a person. So we were just going to sit back. And then I, I checked in with Chris and I was like, oh, no. Oh. Well, on his on his behalf – um, he really, for one thing, on Monday, this guy has, and, and, and Cody can tell you, this guy's place is got to be the best place in the world. It's has, uh, right off the side of the highway. It's just so busy. He has so many people going in and out. And his one buddy that was supposed to show up at work, uh, today didn't. And so it put all the pressure on him. And so, yeah, it's, we've got billboards up and down the freeway too. Yeah, we we put that we put that on future theater. Now, do you think that maybe this guy is a victim of too much, and then you become anxious? I uh, he he was the first to admit that that he had that too that he may you know and and the fact of of having to kind of keep his business going while he was while he was working because normally 
uh, Mondays is his day off. And then that happened to him today and things didn't run as smooth as he thought. And well, things just didn't work out on his end. And, and he didn't feel comfortable going on just because of, if, if things were going. So, well, that's why I got, I got Cody here who saves a day like a, like a, 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 a life, a, a, a lifeguard. I give you the so. truckers, the truckers perspective. The truckers guy. Part of the world. Yeah, yeah we and we and and we've got White Crow who is not he's not chicken liver here. We oh, have yes, that's right, that's right. And in fact, um, White Crow, are you still one hundred percent excited about being on Belgab, or have you decided that it's a crazy place Ooh, and everything? Subject. Yeah, but I want to since I that's have the, ADD at its finest. No, 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 no. When you have <laughs> no, when you have White Crow on the line, which is a very rare thing because it, he's a rare kind of guy. I simply and I, and we've lost all of our uh, ways of com- communicating. You know, um, we used to meet for Hoagland's show. Oh, I for know. Example. It was exciting, Nancy. The way yeah. we used to meet. Yeah. I know. We had a good time with the Blitz and everything. And now Hoagland has gone off. He's on a different network. We'll have to go and find him if we want to listen. Um, and tonight Heather starts her five hours. I wonder well, if they're like. I wonder. I wonder if they're breaking them off any money. Like if they're paying them. What do you guys think? Who Hoagland? Yeah. No, you have to pay to join that network. I believe. Yeah, but I wonder if he's getting paid to be on that network. I wonder. If no, he has to pay. Supposedly, you have to pay from one hundred and twenty-five to two fifty an hour. And so, Damn. since he's got it, so I'm just saying that's what it, that's what the application form says. If you read if you read Bell Gab, you'll learn. So he's things. paying to be on that network. That's what the that's what the um, that's what the people say on Bell Gab. They they gave, they showed the you know if you go to the website and say I want to join. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm just saying. Now um, they could be floating him a freebie because they figure he'll bring listeners. Exactly. Could and, be. But could here's be, the yeah. here's the conundrum that even White Crow does not have an answer to, and we'll find out tonight. the The network he's on uh, is a legitimate uh, terrestrial AM, terrestrial. And, right? AM and, and FM radio station, and they currently are running Midnight in the Desert for the three hours. Now tonight. Mm. Are they going to cut the thing off because tonight's, I don't know. you see? And if they do, are they going to lose the people who are disappointed because they're not getting the full five hours? And so, well, I'll find out tonight. Uh, Lucy and I, I would have thought Hoagie would have wanted, wanted to be on earlier and compete directly. Well, I know because he was complaining a lot about that. But, no, he's keeping it on in the original time. And so, mm, you know, as the world turns in the soap opera that is the radio, um that's that's just in a uh, that's I don't understand how Keith could lose you know all that income and not be going out of his mind. But you know we haven't gotten any um, we haven't gotten any uh, well uh, any uh, maybe anything. Heather is killing it so much that uh, they're making you know good income with her. Well, that's yeah, what it has it has it has to be it can only, that it has that, to be that, that yeah. can be only the only answer. And so you know I'm not doing the logging anymore because Keith has taken it over. You say, which is great. Uh huh. I'm happy happy to say, yeah. Um, Because you know, and so I don't listen every night. I do have a subscription. Uh, Some nights I go to bed. So just saying, just saying, just saying. Uh, Although I miss. They should have. They should have revenue sharing in the radio. Don't you think so, Nancy? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's a great idea. What do you mean? What do you mean? 
if we can make well, money, uh, if we can make money doing this, uh, we'll definitely have revenue sharing. What do you mean by the point is to start generating that revenue? What do you mean by? Well, he means like to you know share with the uh, the host and the the people on the network. You know, if, especially well, since they were making they were making money on on dark matter. He gets some of Howard Stern's money. Oh, you <laughs> good luck on that. <laughs> well, I think um, as as lots of people have said, if you watch, you know, if you if you're on Bell Gab, you kind of know the history. Supposedly, at the height of it all, uh, when that fellow named my oh boy Mike Vera, Mike Vera, he was Michael on Vera, yeah, Michael Vera, he was he was he had been on uh, as a host on Midnight or uh, Dark Matter. And he right, said shows. on yeah, and he said on the show and on his blog that they had eleven thousand subscribers. That they had told him that they had eleven thousand subscribers, and Hoagland had maybe seven at the height. Whether, the, whether that's not a whole lot. That's not really a whole lot. It's, well, it's fifty-five had, grand. Art had eleven thousand. Mm-hmm. No art, 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 art at the height. Um, or, or, you know, in other words, they were trying to lure Michael Vera in as a mm-hmm. host, and they were giving him maybe the sunniest picture you could. Um, but for some reason, he decided to say no, and he took that information and supposedly made it public. Right? He didn't suppose it, he made it public. Whether it's accurate, uh, we don't know. We just well, don't know. It's only 5500 a month. No, 55000 55000 Oh, there's uh-huh. a mess. I'm a banker. Duh. I see you smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> I should have smoked more. Yeah. Well, I uh, think I, I think Art thought he was going to get more, like along about a million. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But so. but um, what the part I don't understand to this moment is how could he have spent so much time building it technically with with um, wires and pivots and knobs and dials and stuff, and then just walk away and say, ah, mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It is weird in a way. It's all been talked out. Yeah, I guess. But wouldn't yeah, it have been cheaper? It just been cheaper to have gotten talked out before. Like if he had only gotten the little headphone, <laughs> you know, and just practiced and tried it, he would have only been out twenty twenty one bucks. You know, mm-hmm. call Skype. Keith could have yep. hooked him up. It's true. He would have. So e- it's so easy, right, Nancy? Yeah. I mean, we happen to be on expensive equipment right now, but you know. But we've we, we've done it from the bottom of a shoe. <laughs> I feel sorry for Literally, literally the bottom of a shoe. What? I feel sorry for Art out there in the desert, missing a pretty lonely life. Well, they say that he was on short, not short hand, short wave, uh, short wave this yeah. week. Well, he he is married and has a kid, so I don't know how lonely exactly he is. Exactly. I mean, yeah. You know, he's doing okay. Yeah, Plus, he's yeah. he's got a lot of money so, in the know. bank. Let's be honest, Art is not hurting for money. Yeah. Filipino, white, Good, can different culture. Send me some, because I'm as broke as Liberty Bell. But what none of go. us can what none of us can understand is he seemed as though he liked it as much as we liked it. And none of us can understand how could he walk away from what he's what what seemed like fun. You know, because we were having fun. And um so you know, it it does seem weird because he wasn't faking maybe he was faking, maybe he was full of hate and said, I hate this job. Who knows? I have no idea. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's really good. I deal in facts. Yes, you do. And numbers, $55,000 a month. There you go. $55,000 a month. And that's just one little bit. Um, You know, there's supposedly advertising and stuff. I have yet to meet an advertising person 
I have run a couple of different businesses and advertising people just, boy, they just don't exist. It's like as Alan will find out when he tries to get people to come and work, they don't exist. You know, it's just, it's a hard job selling ads. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that's what I, I did for a living for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very hard job. And yep. the problem is that you you, know, you can't just be a regular salesman walking in. You've got to have no, your, no, no. you have got to have your demographics in place. You've got to have your you have to understand ratings. You have to know exactly how many impressions or how many um, your audience reach. It is because people are going to challenge you, and unless your ad buys turn into profits, and I mean quickly, I mean. You know, ideally it's overnight, but un- but unless in a couple of weeks' time you're showing profits, you're out the door. So yeah. it is not. It is not pretty easy. much. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. mean, it's not like Don Draper. You know, I had a there. I had a stray thought that maybe always the problem was with Hoagland. Maybe he didn't want to be on the same network with Hoagland, and he couldn't say so. So maybe tonight will surprise everybody. He set up the five hours because he's coming back. Step in and do the five hours. That would be a cool turnaround. Just saying. Yeah, but he was buddies with with Richard. Why would yeah. you even like invite well, him? Because to be I, on think, the I think if Richard, that's the case. I think they I think they came upon hard times as friends. I think they fell upon hard times. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy that. It's a little. Oh, I think yeah. they have actually. Much. Oh, I think. No, so. I think Richard is leaving because Art shut it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what I think. Well, um, yep. it, did anybody listen to Richard's last show? I I listened to part. Not yet, no. And fell asleep. I listened to the beginning of it. And yeah, and me he too. Explain. He apparently had a deal worked out with Keith that he could talk about what he was doing. Well, yeah, he talked about his deal. The end. Yeah, but he didn't talk about. Um, he didn't talk about. Uh, what he talked about? Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm just looking. I'm reading the the. Lou mentions Amy, and that just distracted me. We have Amy Martin, who's got a show coming up, and her network is called, it's a new network called Deep Talk Network. And so I'm not against talk, you know, telling people, if you're trying to find shows, maybe there you go. You There's know. so many different like networks. It's, I know. You know, what, you know what's funny, and this is something that I've noticed more and more, uh, when you get somebody who uh, has an ego, and they get on a network, and uh, they start doing a show on the network. Eventually, they they're going to want to start their own network. Mm-hmm. Right, it, just, it, it happens constantly. True. I've seen it True. so many times. That's why you have like a billion networks because this person doesn't want to follow along on somebody else's rules. So, got to build my own network. Well, that's why I thought. So says the guy who built his own network. Right, but that's exactly because what of I the same reason. But Go didn't ahead. you think that's what Hoagland was going to do? I mean, I would have put my money on he was going to hire some people. I don't, yeah, I don't know if he has the patience for that, to be honest. I think he just wants to make some money somewhere doing a show. He's not a manager, so, I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. He's talent. Oh, well, don't, don't you think Richard is going uh, you know, to swallow the money? You know, of him it, or, you know, because he oh, yeah, but, it, you know, m- but Richard but, is about the money. That's what I always picked up from. Well, you know, I mean, those of us who knew him when know that he pretty much saw an endless opportunity to make interesting money and and has pursued it. Yeah. Uh, and can we blame him? No. Well, he was, Wait a second. Uh, um, okay, so Lou, yeah, what, what is Lou saying here about Amy might be doing my show? Has a show starting up. I'm going to figure this out. We have a little, we might have a, hmm. we might have a tidbit here of interesting Uh-oh. information. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, there's lots of networks, but, but my idea, which I'm, I'm getting really close to finishing is a, a little bit different. And I think Cafe. Eleusinian Cafe is part of it. Yep. It's basically the book club. It's uh, we're going to have a book club, and people can join the book club. And I think that it's going to be helpful for us to be on other networks or talked about at least on other networks, like like me or Bill doing um, guest shows and stuff, and saying because the more people who join our book club from any network, uh, the better for all of us. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Nope. Don't see it. No, no, come on. It's true. You're going to love it. You're going to love it because when I show you the numbers, how anybody joining for five bucks will always get at least five dollars back in goodies because I can make the goodies. I have uh, lots of goodies. She can make the goodies. That's true. That's something. No, it's even better. It's even better. Admit away. No, it's even better. we have a collection of things that people would send us that we would give out for the magazine with the magazine. So we have, we actually have physical interesting items like jewelry and stuff that we, I don't want to sell, but I want, I could give away, you see, cause you know, so you could join the book, the book club and get your free book. Okay. For five bucks, uh, worth more than $5 always, or you can send us the postage and we'll send you a variety of cool things, you know, depending on if you want to pay for the postage. Um, I think it's, I think it's undeniable. And the more people who join, the more money for us. More money, more well, money, more money. I don't, more money, I don't, more problems. You know, I wish this success, Nancy, but I don't understand what kind of book would I. Oh why my goodness! Would I want to join oh my goodness! Club and what kind of book are these books are we talking about? Well, it's, well, it's for obviously UFO related books, stuff like that, right? Yeah, I mean, we used to have a um, an electronic book club called Filament Filament Book Club, and so I have from Filament a lot of interesting books that I need to simply kind of turn them back on again. They're residing on my hard drive right now. So people would have a selection. They they don't take just the book we send. You would have your choice of all the books we've got. And every t- like for example, um whenever we have someone on the show who is publishing himself like Wise Frog tonight is sending out his book to all the people on the chat there. Well, he might want to publish with us and you may want to choose his book in the future so forth and books from the guests that we have on so forth so there'll be it'll be a rich selection um but basically you're for five bucks you're also going to get special radio whatever we come up with for specials so it's not like a donation it's and it's not like um a subscription in which you just listen you actually get physical things you see are you sure that i had to read anymore you am am i sure what the potheads read anymore? They uh, do. That's a really good question. Um, yeah, people, we, we we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, I think so. I mean, just I mean, we don't have any graphic novels, for example. But Angel might be able to hook us up. We love those. Yeah. Yes, we do. You might be able to hook read us. High Times. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We you read stuff. Times. Every every pothead has some some interest outside of pot. I'm convinced of it. And most of the time, and, and I've noticed this to be. Uh, Kind of a regular uh, occurrence. Uh, UFOs is related, believe it or not. Potheads love UFOs. That's true. UFOs, yeah. We love ufology. And if not ufology, potheads love mysticism and. That, that too, paranormal time stuff. Time. And, 
The return, okay. yeah. Speaking yeah. of time travel, by the way, shout out to uh, Wise Frog once again. His show has uh, been airing on PSN Radio, um, the Arizona Tramp Show, uh, Black Swamp Radio, and it's really good. You guys should check it out. When, when's it air? When, when, when? It's Friday nights. It's uh, overnight. It's uh, like at 2 in the morning, I think, 2 or 3 in the morning. It's, a, it's late night, but it's an awesome show. Oh, is it? Yeah. And you also have, do you also, you don't have, who else? You have someone else now. We have Deborah. And I missed again. I missed women in hoodies again on Sunday Sunday oh, morning. You missed it again? Um, yes. But I, I got to send I, those women some hoodies. Yeah. I, yeah, I exactly. Yeah. But They're going to be upset with you, Nancy. She well, missed yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I didn't get up in time on Sunday. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These things happen. You're, 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 trust me, you'll be forgiven. They'll forgive you. So, yeah. And, and who are you having on this Wednesday? A real guest? No offense. I have to, no idea. No. Okay. Well, no, no this is loose radio. Next week we do have <laughs> we do have a good guest, courtesy of Bill. Oh, Bill Puckett is going to be Puckett. on. I I I have to set Bill up, but I mean he's going to. He, he told me he was going to be on. Um, and what's his specialty? Well, Bill Bill is the radar guy. Bill Puckett's the radar guy, and he was our guest on UFO Hunters, which is how well, which um, is how I know him. He Peter also Jeff? he also was a weathercaster on the uh, tele on the news for I believe uh, many years here up in Washington. Right. Really? So Bill is a radar guy and a climate guy, but the thing with Bill is he 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 is an important guy for not just the Phoenix lights, but for the Stephenville lights, mm-hmm. because he was one of the radar analysts um, for that. But just recently, um, there was a UFO encounter with an airline or, or, or with a, um, a commercial um, airplane um, over Utah. Right. And right. Bill Puckett was the radar guy who wrote up the nature of that encounter and so that's also that's a really decent case do you think he knows anything about about, uh peter davenport's passive radar system do you think we we could ask him about the passive i'll make sure he gets it before the show yeah the whole passive radar business i kind of keep pushing and of course we are as you know out out of time time. yes it is it is midnight that is correct Yep. So, so uh, thanks for the folks who called so, in. You uh, thanks for, uh, so, White Crow, thanks for calling in. Okay, thank you. Chris thank Brown, you. as always, thank you. Um, thank you to Jerry from the Valley, if he's still listening. I don't know. Thanks to Lou Sheehan for writing in. So thanks Great to call. all the callers. And we have, we have Cody. And Cody. Cody. And Cody. Thank, you. Yep. Yep. thank you, Chris. Cody, uh, next good week luck. is Bill Puckett. And yeah. so um, until next week, we are your co-hosts, Bill, that's me, and Nancy. Good night, everybody. Burns. Nancy, number one, Bella. We'll see you in the haven. <laughs> uh, yes, Great. Good night. We Thank are you. all, and we'll be back next week with our guest, Bill Puckett. So from the shores of Primrose Creek in beautiful downtown Sulbury Village, Pennsylvania, this is Future Theater on the PSN Radio Network and the Dark Matter Digital Network. Signing off, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us.